Hello and welcome to a very abide podcast. I'm Crunchbite and I'm joined uh, with Tane Tenshi. Hello. And, hello, hello. And uh, Imu Lapis. Hello. So, for those who don't know uh, what Yabai means, it means uh, it could mean good, bad, cool, dangerous, all that kind of good stuff in, in Japanese. Um, so that's that's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit dangerous, a little bit good. Um, maybe some topics will be a little bit uh, yabai. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we thought it was a fitting name for the three of us. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, I want to start the podcast off with just a little bit of a recap uh, for what we've been kind of streaming, gaming, doing in our real life. Um, no, over the last two weeks. Uh, do you want to start, uh, Tane? Oh, well, I think maybe if we want to introduce ourselves a little bit more. Um, my name is Tane. I am a succubus VTuber on Twitch. We're, we're all VTubers. And I stream art and I stream games and I stream ASMR. Uh, so I'm a variety streamer. Um, maybe Emu can say what she does too. Oh, yeah. Um, hi, everyone. Very happy to be here. Um, I'm a Twitch streamer as well, VTuber, uh, Dijun, Dijun Alien Bunny, but I play a variety of games as well, and I also draw. So yeah, I just do a lot of random stuff. Mm, and I'm Crunchbite. I am a variety streamer on Twitch and uh, Tane's IRL partner, um, and I stream pretty much whatever I feel like it on Twitch, so that's me. Nice. Crunchbite is the daimyo that rules the land of Edo. <laughs> <gasps> history history so tane <laughs> do you want to uh start with recapping what you've been doing the last couple of weeks oh so i guess like for the last couple of weeks i've been in a very like horror game mood i love playing horror games and i've been trying to get everyone to send me horror games that i'll play that i will become scared because i feel that i think jump scares are pretty cheap so I, I don't usually get as scared for horror games. I, I like the chase. So like, for example, I was playing Murder House, which is kind of like the controls were very like Silent Hill-esque. So like kind of janky, but it was really fun. It had like a VHS overlay. Plus, I got an achievement that uh, if you play the whole game in the VHS overlay, then that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's like a murderer, like a murder serial killer who is... Easter Bunny. Oh no, it's e- Oh, it's Emu. <laughs> oh, but I steal your children and wife. <laughs> I don't kill people. <laughs> but uh, I've I've been having a lot of fun with horror games. Um, I played a few other ones too. Um, let's see here. Find Yourself was another one, and well, actually, these three were by like the same, I guess, uh, development people. Uh, so it was Find Yourself, Summer of '58, and locked up and it was kind of like one of those like wa- walking simulator horror games so um it was fun it was just like experiencing the story for the most part um i should i say what happens in summer of 58 because it was it was pretty messed up actually <laughs> well the game's a little bit old you could say there's spoilers if you want okay um if you don't want to hear um i'm just going to say it in like one sentence um trafficking children's organs Whoa, or like harvesting, ch- harvesting children's organs and like doing that mm. <laughs> so i was Gross. like 
So I was like, oh, that's uh, interesting. So because it, it took place at an orphanage. Oh, and uh, the oh setting is Russia. So I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> so you get your little Russian English dictionary and then uh, discover like what's happening in this like haunted orphanage area. Wait, doesn't that mean the orphanages, the kids, they could just eat themselves? They could just eat the organs if they don't have money for food? <laughs> like min-max, min-max Russia. It's very cold there. Very cold. Um, oh my gosh. It was it was pretty messed up because it was like the, the lady or it was like the teacher. Okay, okay, funny enough because, well, I'm a teacher IRL as well. So <laughs> I, I am a teacher. So like hearing like the teacher's perspective, she wanted to save her son who needed an organ transplant. And I can't remember which one it was, but... Then the teacher's like, I'm going to gas all the students and harvest their organs. And I'm like, what the hell? What the fuck? Why, why don't they just take it to the hospital? Take the the son to the hospital instead of killing your orphan. <laughs> you, would, you would think that they would get suspicious after a while because it took place over six years, it said in what? the game. And I was like, how, how, did, how does that happen for like six years? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's so long. I, I would so, assume if someone, if like people are missing, wouldn't wouldn't the police come to you like in a month already? Like you would you would think that, right? So I had like no idea if like the orphanage was like out of the way. It probably was out of the way, but gosh, uh, it was interesting. Um, so I played I played like those horror games. Um, I've been wanting to play a bit more. I have a few that are on my list as well. I just kind of figured uh, when it comes to October, everyone's going to be playing horror games, so. I, I'm just in the mood now for them. Get a jump but. start on it. Get ahead of the game. Yeah. Yes. Why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it's nice and cozy to do ASMR every once in a while too. After like a long day of work, just kind of like chill with everyone. Also, uh, so Emu, what have you been doing uh, recently? Oh, oh my gosh! I don't. I don't even know where to start. I don't. Um, I don't know. So, so I've been drawing on. I mostly play uh, like gotcha games like FGO and Genshin on on Twitch. But I'm I'm trying to see if I can uh like try try out some newer newer things because yeah I don't know I get I get a little bored sometimes. I just keep on spending money for no reason. But um as for the last few weeks, I've been actually uh preparing for my 2.0 debut. Um yeah. So I started doing VTubing maybe like last year like. August? Uh, no, 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 October. And I haven't like updated my model and stuff. So, yeah, I've been working on um, pretty hard. I think in June I was drawing my, uh, I was drawing my model, and then like this whole month I've been like getting all the assets ready. It's it's pretty tough like getting all your things ready nowadays, especially with the the high demand. But it's almost it's almost done. I'm gonna be doing it soon. So that's that's like majority of my worries. <laughs> for like this for like the past few weeks yeah oh. i've been uh oh. i even took off time streaming like usually uh this is actually my first or second break since streaming for like a year plus i don't i don't like to take breaks that's true like yeah this is like the first time you've ever taken a break uh i'm really looking forward to your new model oh my gosh um i guess just to let everyone know by the time this is going to be uploaded you'll already see emu's new model mm-hmm <gasps> Yeah. yeah, by the time this is uploaded, you should be uh, seeing her new model in her streams already. Yes, oh. this is the, you hear me, past tense suffer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't also, think, oh, sorry, go. 
Oh, I was just going to say for uh, for Genshin then, I remember that you were cashing on like uh, the recent In Inazuma girls really hard, right? Yeah, yeah. So a little bit um, about Genshin. It's been, uh, it came out like last September. Um, this is, Inazuma is like the third region in the story where they, it's like the newest thing that has not been released since launch. So a lot of people are jumping on it. And uh, the second region, which is Liyue, it's like the, it's like Asian-y. Um, there was, there wasn't, there was a lot of dude, dude, um, characters, and I'm a waifu player. I don't, I don't care about dudes too much, but Inazuma, I think, uh, after Kazuha, which is like the first, uh, servant that was coming out, um, everyone else is all girls, I think. Like, it's super pussy. Mm. It, it's so true. There's not too many, like, I want to say there's not too many, like, guy opportunities to roll for Genshin, right? Yeah, but everybody um... plays the game for all the cute girls, so. What, what's the but, point but of the adding guys more guys? Hot. Come on. What? what? <laughs> Lee is hot. His his PP is big. He's oh geodash. He has like a nice butt too. Wasn't everybody saying like his butt was really huge? <laughs> no, they, they spent the most pixels on his ass because he's like, he's supposed to represent like China or something. They, they spent all the time. They on sculpted him really well. Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's he, he's really hot. I think he's like my favorite one. Like he's he's definitely husbando material. But recently, <laughs> oh, oh Toma, Toma and Inazuma. Whew. Oh my god, you 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 think Toma's cute? You like him? I I think he's cute. I think he has a little bit like same face um syndrome. I think he looks kind of similar to how do you pronounce his name? Child. Child. Yeah. Mm, I've got competition. <laughs> <laughs> There's something super funny. So, um, uh, child, child is a weekly boss, weekly boss. So, like, you know, every every reset, people do it. But you know, his his name is Child. So, so when you tell people you're running, you're like, let's do Child together. Oh so my gosh, very, it's so true. <laughs> so yabai. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I I wanted to bring up um, just how much work goes into uh stream assets. Because you were just talking about, like, spending a month getting things ready. And uh, it's something that I guess a lot of people wouldn't really think about when uh, talking about streaming. But, like, it, it takes a lot of effort to put uh, together, like, backgrounds and, like, chat windows and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of nuts. I, I wanted to bring up that that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. And oh. uh, getting ready for my uh, birthday stream and this podcast. And it's we, just oh. so much time spent. So much planning, huh? I know. <laughs> we have so many celebrations coming up. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would have to say, I think uh, me and Crunch, we're, we're probably on the luckier side. We can actually do graphic design. There is like, there's people um, waiting for like overlays or like panels and stuff. They have to be on a wait list. It could take like, probably like one to six months at this point it's, it's super saturated there's obviously uh free assets online um the vtube community is really nice they always provide like a uh, free templates where you can like modify and stuff but you know when there's like the super high rollers where they want everything to be perfect um they definitely try to commission some some really top people and when i started vtubing i feel like the production wasn't even this high but nowadays like they're, like people spend like so much money on music, the lore video, like aesthetics. It's, it's pretty nuts. We we could talk about it, but like if you were to commission, um, like very well known artists, very uh, talented artists, to do all of that stuff, like 
your model, your backgrounds, your music, all that kind of stuff. Like it's several thousand dollars. It's it's quite oh. expensive. And I don't think a lot of people realize just how I don't know, crazy and time consuming and expensive it could be. So anyways, uh, what uh, what we're trying to say is that we're very dedicated. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh I just God. wanted to, to bring that up because uh, that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks uh, mainly is getting ready for the podcast and my birthday stream. But uh, I've also been streaming uh, simulation games again, and I've been on a simulation game kick and it all started with power washing simulator. <laughs> Oh, that game is so relaxing, Crunch. Is, I, oh, yeah. Is it actually fun? Like it's so I it's really relaxing. That. God, Fuck. it's so relaxing. Like you should just try it. And then uh, from there, I moved on to um, Farming Simulator. And uh, oh. later tonight, aka my birthday stream, when this goes up, uh, I'm going Yay. to be trying out Lawn Mowing Simulator. <laughs> Why don't kind we just funny. load them on IRL? Huh? Oh, no, Why I you gotta that. do it a video game? I was just oh. gonna say that because it's like, it's all the stuff you can be doing in real life. Uh, when he first played Power Wash Simulator, I was saying, Crunch, you have a power wash. <laughs> it's true. Oh I God. have a power washer. I should be power washing things in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but if you stream it, it's content. You can't make that content as easy IRL, right? You know? Yeah, but, but it's I'm hard good. work to do that. It's hard work to like power wash things. In real life, it's easier to just do it in the computer. It's it's kind of funny because it's like it gives you all like those achievement, like nice dopamine, like sounds mm. where it's like just like yes, I I did the thing, I cleaned everything, ding ding, love it. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks. Mm, sounds good. Mm -hmm. So I figured that um, for anybody who's new to um, any of us uh they might not know that much about us so i'd like to talk about what got you into gaming in the first place and uh yeah tane what got you oh, into sure. gaming um okay so i'm trying to think because when i started um i think everybody usually starts with like well, I guess for people our age um mario like super mario uh duck hunt uh, on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm. But I remember that my father did acquire an Atari. I can't remember which one it was, but I played a little baseball game at one point. Um, it was uh, kind of jank. The control was kind of jank, like the joystick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I played the, uh, a lot of that. There was a karate game that I played for the Nintendo as well. But um, I think it's like getting more into anime and things like that. Uh, I did play Pokemon on like the Game Boy Color. Uh, funny though, my first Pokemon wasn't uh, blue and red. It was Pokemon Silver and Gold. Um, and then I went back to play Pokemon Yellow because I really wanted Pikachu to follow me. <laughs> 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 but um, I guess for like gaming though, um, I played a lot of like Nintendo games, uh, a lot of Nintendo 64. I think I played my most on the Nintendo 64 while growing up. Uh, but you know how there's always like that moment where you have to either sell a console because maybe your parents are like, oh, you don't play that thing anymore. But then you want to play like the cool games, maybe like Xbox or like PlayStation games after. So 
uh, what happened, I guess, well, maybe when I was a little bit more of a uh, middle school or teenager, I sold my Nintendo 64. So then, uh, oh, and my Game Boy. So then I can get a PlayStation 2 because I wanted to play lots of like mature games like Devil May Cry. <laughs> yeah. So like things like that. It but, definitely um, wasn't to look at Dante. <laughs> oh, Dead or alive, no. right? <laughs> no, I, I didn't want to look at Dante's abs at all. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, oh, good teenager. So <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um oh and of course um well playing persona 3 uh yes the kids are just shooting themselves in the head nothing nothing to worry about here <laughs> oh gosh uh but i guess hmm, i feel like mario platformers like i think that's kind of like the thing that got most people into gaming maybe but Gosh, I feel like I'm a little bit all over the place because Crunch was the one that got me into like PC gaming because I was like, oh, wow, you can play all these games on the PC. So well, like when we first started going out and I came over to your house the first time and I'm like, oh, no, you don't. Your PC is so garbage. What is going on? Do you not play any PC games? You're like, yeah, I play Sims 2. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, I play oh I play Sims and Sims 2 crashes every once in a while, but that's OK. <laughs> Yep. Damn. So one of the first things I bought her is a better computer. <laughs> wow, Crunch, you flex your tech knowledge. Mm -hmm. I'm hot. That tech PP. Mm. I just wanted a hot gamer girlfriend. So. Oh, you trained her. Wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel like it's really nice to have lots of games on like PC. It's everything's like so much except like so 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 accessible now. You can play things on like your controller, play it on the keyboard, all that kind of like fun stuff. Um, Emu, what kind of games like were you like playing at first? Um, uh, let me see. I I feel like um I my I feel like my game like history it, it's like a little weird. I I feel like um even even uh now I don't really uh explore out of my comfort zone for for games. So that's why I'm I'm trying to uh play play different things. But I believe when I first when I was younger, I actually started with a. Uh, Pokemon Silver too. <laughs> it was uh, it was really nice. Yeah, but I have a I have a super funny story though. Um, I was like super floppy. I didn't I didn't really like know English well. So when I started Pokemon Silver, I remember this was like the it's like the town after you beat your rival in like the grass area. I caught a Pidgey and I set the Pidgey in my party team and I didn't know how to switch it out because I I didn't oh, know no. how to read. I, I beat the Elite Four with my Pidgeot. Yeah. I beat the whole game with one Pidgeot. It was it was cool. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> just, just just the one? Wow. Yeah, because like I remember I was fighting the Steel Jasmine, the Steel Gym. And like I just kept on using the flying attacks, but Steelix was taking like no damage. And I'm like, oh hyper potion. <laughs> but uh I think after that, um I got I had like a super big uh addiction to MMOs. Like Ragnarok Online was like my jam. I would I love that game so much. <laughs> oh yeah, you were yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh, you played a lot of Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really fun because it, it just felt like um I was still pretty new to like MMOs and gaming, but it it was such a nice feeling to be able to like you know play games with like people that also like the game. Mm. So I had a lot of fun. Um, I think I waste definitely wasted like my my college years playing a lot of MMOs, and uh, after that, um. I grew a little bit out of it, and I got really into uh, like rhythm games, like uh, the J in Japanese arcades. There's like uh, games where there's really sick music, and 
you you play uh you play like songs too and you hit stuff and uh you get like a good score like that that like really enticed me and I'm still playing playing to it now. So nowadays it's mostly like rhythm games plus FGO or like Genshin. But I feel like hearing you guys talk about like all these other type of games, I definitely want to uh explore a little bit more. I think um the next one I might try is probably like Hades or something. So Ooh, I, I heard that one was really good. I, I saw that you were playing Terraria as well. I'm happy that you're having fun with it. Oh, dude, Terraria is so good. Yeah, I love it. It's it's fun. I think I have the most fun playing with people, though. I don't know if um I really want to play by myself, but I think it's a good thing because I have a lot of work. I feel like if I play by myself and get addicted, you can sink so much time into that game. <laughs> Speaking about uh old grindy games like ragnarok though like kids these days don't understand how grindy these old oh. mmos were man oh my gosh crunch so bad. kids these days kids, kids these, these days. days you boomer you just you just damn ask... zoomers don't understand anything oh my gosh just ask crunch, your mom's no. credit card buy the power ups and then you level 99 just ask your mother for that credit card. i just remember um shit with like 0.1% drop chance in Ragnarok and like my friends oh. would literally skip school and play like all day Dude. to try to grind out this item. It was I it was crazy. Like um I actually played the official server for Ragnarok like Ebro and they would do a long time ago before they release all the transcendent stuff. Um they would do like interviewers with people who reach level 99 and all of the interviewers would be like, it took me two months from 98 to 99. And I'm just like, God, I can't oh imagine. God. This is like eight hours of grinding every day. You probably have like a party. And like, if you, if you lose, a, if you die and lose a percentage, that's like half your month gone. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, it's like you have to like um, level up and grind and do things in like the most efficient way or else you're just wasting time. Right. And then I guess mm -hmm. it, it gets into like when people want to use like spreadsheets to be like the most efficient they can. I think in Ragnarok, like, long time ago, if you were, like, 98 to 99, there was probably only, like, five maps that you could really get EXP from that was, like, worth it. So I think endgame people were still, like, grinding, grinding, like, on the same maps and stuff. But, like, um, I'd never reached to that point. Like, I, I tried to play as much as I can, but the, the grind was pretty rough. I remember there was... The only period of time where I tried super hard was... I remember I would... It's like I would carry all of my EXP items and I would grind in this one place for like two to three hours and I would only get like a percentage or like 0 0.5 and I was like, man, I did so good today. God, time to take a rest. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. I guess it shows like our patience because it's like we grind a lot of gacha games and we can do like the thing like over and over again. I wanted to say like, I feel like Crunch has pretty good patience too because like he goes pretty hard with MMOs. <laughs> it's not even that bad nowadays though because like you could hit max level in an mmo like final fantasy in like what maybe a month if you play every day but like back if then you have the time to yeah those mmos were so grindy especially the asian like the old asian ones the from, like korea one. or uh yeah. japan those ones took forever you'd, you'd have to play for like a straight year to get max level oh my god that long yeah it was pretty bad it's I for, I remember like in the interviews they would they would write out like the percentages that they got in an hour and shit. It could be like zero point one or zero point zero one or something like abysmal, but people still did it because they want to get the max. You know? 
And then you could brag to all the other nerds out there that you were max level in Ragnarok. Yeah. That's all it was for. That's all we want. We just want to be recognized for our efforts and games. <laughs> mm-hmm. The other problem, though, was there wasn't anything to do once you hit max level. So I feel like a lot of those games, um, the gameplay was just the leveling process. Whereas nowadays, it's it's more about making your character look cool. Yeah, you want to get like the best gear, right? Yeah. Or, like, just look. So look you want to get to max level to to grind out your cool gear sets. No, don't you just buy? Don't you just buy all cash clothes and just AFK in town? That's like the meta now, right? That's well, no, I no, no. Do. You take off your clothes and then AFK oh. dancing in town. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> that's true. That's Got true. <laughs> or an FF get all that armor. Get all that money. You, uh, you become a um, ERPer and you hang out in the clubs all day. That's what they do in in max level. Yeah. Get that money. Yeah, get get all, that hustle. Get all that gill. Yeah. Can, can people do that when they're like low level at this point? Like, can people just be super casual and just be like, I'll go in the RP FF and just never level and just RP? Oh, forever? there's tons of people that do that oh, okay, too. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah. if you want all the cool clothing and stuff, you have to hit max level. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Damn. Also, I just wanted to say, because we were talking about, like, clothing and I guess, like, well, armor and stuff like that. Crunch, I remember when you were playing, it was like Guild Wars. Well, I was playing it too, but I never really got super into it. Uh, I remember you were saying you can get all, like, the max stuff by just crafting. Yeah, so Guild Wars 2, when it first came out, um, you could get the best items in the game by crafting them. Or at least very close to the best items in the game. So there wasn't really any point in... Um, doing any other content end game so what i did was i spent like 50 bucks and and bought all the pieces to craft it and then uh yeah stopped playing yep spent, oh. spent the real money whipped out my wallet and uh yeah that was the end of guild oh. wars 2 for me oh my god i actually i actually fucking bought like so much in-game money for Ragnarok Online, because oh I was impatient. It was it was a bad. This is probably why I like to cash for digital goods because you don't see your money disappear. You just you just press a button and then you're like, wow, I powered up. I didn't do anything at all. I farmed it. I farmed that's, it all. That's that's so true. I feel like it's it's kind of dangerous. Well, e well, even for Genshin, like I feel like the restraint is really hard. Like for me sometimes because it's like, oh, it's connected to PayPal. That's bad. Oh, it's so easy. Like, a, a lot of the in-game purchases now, it's just click a button and it's already tied to your account, so you don't even see, like, the money leave. It's dangerous. Ooh, it's, it's the same with, like, uh, FGO, like, fake grand order. Like, it, for, like, Google Google Pay, it's like, oh, it's attached to your credit card. You want to you wanna pay now? <laughs> mm, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll talk about when I first started playing games uh so my earliest memory is waking up on christmas day when i was four years old and Aww. walking out into the living room and my parents had bought a um super nintendo with the super scope and like already had it all set up oh <gasps> super Whoa. scope oh, i know oh. is that is that kaleidoscope from fgo <laughs> the super scope the That's super scope was uh like a massive bazooka looking thing that uh you could play like light gun games on your tv so like could... mlg super scope mm -hmm. 
Well, so you well could, Crunch, you were training at four years old. Yeah, I was training at four. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was like, you know, Super Mario World. Um, I can't remember the game that came with the Super Scope. I think it was called Super Scope 6 or something like that. Um, uh -huh. It was that and Zelda. And funnily oh. enough, I wasn't the one to beat Zelda in my family first. It was my mom. My what? mom beat Zel Legend of Zelda um, Link to the Past. She beat wow. it before me. That's crazy. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's nice that like um, your mom took an interest in gaming that way. Because I, I feel like, I guess for, for my father, uh, we used to play a lot of Mario Kart together. And I really liked that. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, Mario Kart too. That was another one I got pretty early. But uh, yeah, it was like all the basic games that you would expect um, at first. And then we got like more niche stuff like Final Fantasy and Battle Cars and all that kind of stuff. And then obviously um, when the N64 came out, we uh, got that and I played the hell out of um, Perfect Dark, which was like my favorite game, that and Conquers, Bad for a Day. Uh, I heard about Perfect Dark. And then I was an idiot and sold all of my stuff to uh, EB Games. No. Yeah. I did that too. It's GameStop, right? Yeah. That thing. Yeah, it was called EB well, back in the day. No, I... Mm -hmm. You know, before EB, it was called Funkoland. Do you remember? I, I was saw it? it. Yeah, it was called Funkoland. And I think it was EB, then it became GameStop. Oh, I wonder <laughs> if it was like that in Canada. Ours, because ours was called Electronics Boutique. Like yeah. The full, yeah, that was before. Yeah, it was the <laughs> it was Electronics Boutique Canada, uh, and then it was EB and then GameStop. Yeah, but um, oh, good. good times. Um, good, good times. I actually they also had uh, Beyblades too. <laughs> <gasps> I didn't get I a bad Beyblade. deal. I I traded in probably about a dozen N sixty four games, the console, and a few controllers, and I walked out with like four games and a couple controllers for the Xbox that had just come oh. out so it wasn't like a complete ripoff but i still kick myself in the ass every time i think about uh, it because it's like okay so you traded your stuff for an xbox and i traded my stuff for a playstation <laughs> too <laughs> yeah um ended up playing halo and all those games on xbox for a few years and then i realized that pc gaming was um just the best <laughs> and then bought myself a used pc oh <gasps> i've been Whoa. gaming on pc ever since Probably about Aww. 2003, 2004. Yeah. Mm. That's like interesting because like I feel like uh, before um, like the console and PC games, they were like pretty close. And then like, you know, later on the years, everyone just does like the PC master race because like specs and stuff is better. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, um, because the parts are so hard to get, I think people are like going for consoles sometimes now too. Because I have a friend who just plays his ps5 because he just can't get like all the computer parts um i know it's a few people expensive. i know a few people um that yeah they they broke down and bought a, a playstation or an xbox because they couldn't get pc parts and even though the playstation and xbox are super hard to get still it's easier than getting a graphics card <laughs> the last year it's been pretty rough well it's been rough yeah, yeah. that's true yeah yeah <laughs> So on the topic of Emu's uh, rhythm games, um, I kind of want to talk about some sad news uh, that's been coming uh, out of Japan over the last year because of uh, coronavirus and everything. 
um, there's been a bunch of arcades shutting down in Japan. Oh, it's so my... sad. I'm so I think sad. this was, um, I was looking at some tweets too, just to kind of like see where the timeline for everything was happening. It was around like September of 2020, wasn't it? Like around there? Mm -hmm. It was about, yeah, I would say about six to nine months after the pandemic started that all the bad news started coming out because a lot of these places, um, like they're frequented a lot by locals and everything, but most of them are supported by um, tourists. Right? Yeah. Tourists um, spend a lot of time in Akiba in in the arcades and stuff. So since nobody was there, nobody was playing the games. That's true. I was thinking like we, we can talk about uh, some of the like the games that we were playing in the arcades because I had so much fun with my my like I I <laughs> it's it's really fun with all the hand movements and everything. <gasps> yeah, I love my my um. Yeah, I I know I can go super nerdy about all these arcades. Do stuff, it, do it, it's, it's do not, it. Tell, no, tell, us, tell us everything. No, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> I've went to Japan in uh, 2017, and I think I visited like the two two arcades that are aren't there anymore. I'm pretty sure I went into the Sega one because when you go Akihabara, it was it's probably like the the thing that's super close to the train station. And uh, I went to Taito Shin, Shinjuku. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, I really, I really uh enjoy the the culture in Japan. It's it's like it makes me it makes me pretty sad that it it's like closing. But I guess I guess it's what it is in um in America. There's something called a round one where they actually do have uh some of these games available to play. Uh, unfortunately for Canada, you there's like some weird rule. I I don't know what, but it's from what from my understanding, like you guys probably won't get a round one unfortunately no but, no yeah it, it's weird it's like the same thing with uh europe because europe has some like data saving transferring like rule that disallows like uh like konami e, e amusement to be in the country because uh the main thing that all these gamers want when you go to the arcade is to save your scores right right um, if i yeah like if i go to like these arcades and if i had to set up my um, set up my game style, set like all my settings again and again. It's super tiring. So the best way to like play all these arcade rhythm games is to get like a NFC card specific to the game and you scan it and it saves your score. So yeah, in America, there's like only certain locations where you're able to do that. So yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. But yeah, <laughs> well, I, I feel like it's interesting how you brought up the N NFC card because I remember for the My My Machine, the fun part was unlocking all the stuff and you having like your profile and stuff. So then when it shows on the top, it has your name and then it has like yeah. a header. And I wanted to get Hifumi from New Game at the time because she's so cute. And I was like, oh, oh, I, I got the thing and it shows my name. That's so, so that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the the big um rhythm games usually and. Japan is probably Bamani, which is owned by Konami and Sega, has been like coming out with like a lot of uh really popular hits like Mai Mai, it's like this washing machine game. Chunidam is also another one. You guys may have seen it. It's like a like this gigantic keyboard and then you just lift up your hands and I think their most recent title is like Ongeki. It's like there's it's waifus, like, so it's gotcha. It's like um uh it's like touch that touch sensitive keyboard game, right? I saw some uh, yes, yes, Japanese yes, yes. player just going absolutely ham on one of those machines when we were in Japan last time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, like, it's yeah, insane yeah, yeah. watching them like because 
basically it's it is just a keyboard and it's like a guitar hero where like all the notes come at you yeah, yeah and yeah. you're just slamming on this keyboard like all over the place as the notes come at you and it gets intense like through the fire and the flames guitar hero intense so <laughs> yeah it was pretty fun to watch them um in those sega arcades there was entire floors uh dedicated yes! to the rhythm games yeah. which i thought was pretty yep. cool Mm -hmm, that's yeah. where i that's where i strive just i remember when i went to japan i just i spent like seven hours in the arcade because all my friends just fucking played arcade games i didn't do anything in japan by the way i didn't eat ice cream from the nice animes all i did was play my video games and get okay scores but <laughs> it was it was it's really cool and i remember in a taito there was like the floor above the rhythm game was like the pachinko and in Japan, they're really strict about um, smoking rules. So a lot of people will just go into the, the gambling area to smoke. Mm -hmm. so oh, yeah. There's, I think it was, correct me if I'm wrong, but even in, was it the Sega arcades? There would be like one floor just for smoking. Yeah. And was it the one that was at the very top or was it the second or first floor? I can't remember if yeah, it was the top one. So I hung out mostly on the racing game floor, which is... Well, it depends on the arcade, but there there's like multiple floors, right? In these arcades, there's like the main floor, which is usually like gotcha. It's usually um, uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, capsule machines. Uh, and oh, then yeah, on, yeah. It's usually capsule capsule machines and kid games. So like Mario Kart or like um, the Taiko game. Second floor was usually like fighting games. It, this is in like most of the arcades that I've been to, at least. Uh, third floor would be like racing. Uh, fourth floor, or sometimes it would be um, rhythm games and then racing, or racing and then rhythm. And then the very top floor was usually the gambling games or like the more adults oriented games. Oh, or, or the adult games. Don't they so have it cranes? would be like Mahjong and. Uh, uh, like card. Like they have these weird collectible card games where they. It's like you build a deck for yourself and then you play a game with this deck of cards. It, it was interesting, but usually oh. that top floor is like all the adult entertainment stuff and it's a smoking floor. So usually all the guys that wanted to go up and smoke went up there. Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh, oh I was also thinking, uh, well, I think this was in Nara, though. Uh, there was that one like train simulator game where you can be like a train conductor. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That sounds fun. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I tried it and these Japanese guys were watching and laughing at me. Oh. <laughs> that silly Gaijin. Ha ha ha. He can't read. Um, <laughs> silly Gaijin. What do you think he's doing? <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm a racing game guy. So, like, Initial D and Wangan Midnight uh, are the two games that I play. Um, and I just wanted to try this train game because it, it looked, it was a huge cabinet and you walked into it um and it was basically the the cab of a train you literally walked into a cab of a train and you had like the the lever and stuff for like the speed and the brakes and stuff like it was cool but i had no idea what i was doing i just thought it was so funny because i was showing you uh, it said that you missed the platform and i think i caught something in japanese where it was like you had to use the windshield wipers or it was like something mm -hmm. like that yeah, I, uh -huh, I, uh -huh. I lost on the tutorial because I couldn't read the Japanese kanji, but it was like a tutorial level where it was like, okay, uh, this is where like the windscreen wipers are. This is like your 
forward and backwards. This is um, your open door button, like all that kind of stuff. And I failed because I didn't know what it was asking. It, it was kind of funny, though, honestly. <laughs> we, we took a video and we laughed at him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but I guess for like uh, Long and Midnight, like people were going really hard on that one. I know people go hard on Initial D, but like Long and Midnight was like, oh, people going super fast. <laughs> yeah, Long and Midnight seems to be more popular than Initial D nowadays. Um, anytime there's a new version of Initial D, it's usually pretty popular for a few months and then people figure out the um, the new mechanics of the game. Whereas Wonged Midnight is the game that um, all the experienced players bully everybody else in. Um, so I know, Emu, oh. you've been having trouble with this at your local arcade, but you know the people that just hog the crap out of the machine sometimes? <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're, they're usually like average to like really good. And then if anybody wants to like challenge them, they just wreck them. That's like Wonged Midnight oh. in Japan. <laughs> I heard it's like a I know for like these it's like fighting games and racing games if you keep on winning against your opponent you get like a free credit it's right? a free so game keep, that's crazy I wish that was for rhythm games man I wish if I got a good score the game just keeps on going but it doesn't <laughs> so a lot of the times what'll happen too is these guys will be waiting around uh just playing the game and if they notice anybody that that comes up to play as well they'll start playing crappier to fish them in and then oh, play against really? them and get a free game. Oh my wait, god. Wait, wait, honest, honestly? Oh yeah, it happens all the time. God, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> That's so cool. Wait, so is there a difference between is it two companies? Wangan and Initial D? I don't think I've ever like realized. Initial they, D they, is Sega. And I think Wangan is Konami. They both have cars on it, so it's the same. It's the same game. It's literally the same thing. Let me double check. I think it's Konami that does Wong in Midnight. On YouTube, comment your favorite driver from an Initial D or Wong in Midnight down below. Wow. <laughs> I like the main guy from Initial D. He look he looks pretty. Oh, oh all Takumi? the new uh, all the Initial D art, like like the like the new one, like oh, they made them look really nice. <laughs> oh. I didn't like they made that. like they made them look like very bashonen like they yeah. they updated the art and everything <laughs> oh let's see oh he's he's doing some research at the moment i am doing some research i cannot see what company it is i think it's konami but i could be wrong that could make sense konami mm. and uh sega is like the the biggest two for arcade stuff i I remember that um, at the time, one of our friends got really sad because uh, he lost his initial D card, I believe. Um, and he was like, no, because it's like, oh, it, no. it's, it's kind of like sentimental in, in a way. It's like you get like that card and then like you want to go home with it and be like, yeah, that was my card. <laughs> Usually for uh, for those games, once you once you get like a profile card, you, you need to like sign up online with your profile so that way in case you lose the car you could just replace it cause... it's namco by the way oh namco. oh yeah. that's that's true i remember now oh. yeah oh tails. i just like tails from namco. <laughs> um yeah so like well i think every single modern arcade game has like some sort of card attached to it now to save data oh i probably probably at this point yeah like maybe. all the fighting games i saw all the racing oh, games have uh -huh. them. Like even um, Mario Kart is attached to a card. 
That's true. Um, I remember for like the My My card, there was like a few different uh, rhythm games that uh, I can't remember what the card's name was, but it was also uh, Project Diva, like the Miku, like mm. the dancing game. Yeah, that that had it. Um, actually, a lot of the it was a lot of the rhythm games. It was, I think the card it was like black and pink, and it looked it looked nice. <laughs> Oh, I'm not sure. But oh, but in Japan, it, uh, I think uh, more recently you can have like the same card and it'll work for uh, Namco, Sega, and Konami server. Yeah, they like made it all into one, <gasps> so it's really nice. Ooh, because like be nice. before, like before when I played all these games, every time I had to use a use a card for like a different game, like you always had to use a different card. But now uh, it's all on, like one card. It's like the code you can just type it in on the website, and I'll, I guess I'll just read it. It's really nice. That's really handy because I hated yeah. having to whip out like three or four different cards whenever I got to the yeah, arcade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually very uh in Japan. Like when I when I went, um, let me see. It it was it was so convenient to play uh the money game. So that's the game I mostly play in uh America, and you know in America. Um, there's like, what's it called? There's like, uh, so Paselli is kind of like the in-game currency for uh Bamani games, right? It's like you pay real money and then you have Paselli points and then you can use it for like credits and stuff. Mm. So it's like tied to your account and it's so convenient because you don't need to carry like money with you. You don't need to like carry like a game card. You just sign in your game card into the game and like all your money and stuff is in there and it has like special features. But in America, we can't, we, I don't have that. So. I still have to bring like my game card and stuff. Oh, I see, I see. Oh my goodness. It's been um it's been a rough couple uh like two years though for Japan for sure. Because I think there's there's been two Sega arcades that have closed in Akiba. Um and there's also been a few Taito, and I think they've sold off a lot of their other buildings to like other arcade manufacturers. So it's kind of um it's kind of sad that we won't be able to go back and have the same experiences. Mm, yeah. In in a way I suppose we can we can say that when eventually we can go back uh mm -hmm. we can we can play all the arcades and like support it again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy cuz like I think even when I went at like um 2017 there was like a bunch of like you know like small uh, mom and pop arcades like I had a friend who loved um to just go around Japan and travel and he would like visit all these like small arcades and you know take take photos and stuff but mm -hmm. I feel like uh you know the next time we even have an opportunity to go everything will be different because because everything is closed like like that farmer's market thing I think it relocated but that was like a big thing that happened in Japan culture too oh the um the fish market yeah that moved a few market, years ago yeah, yeah. And you can't really go into the fish market anymore. You could still go inside, but like you're limited to the spaces that you're allowed to go in now. Oh. So you can't actually view the um like the fish auctions or anything anymore. So that's that's kind of sad. There's been a, a couple other closures too. Um there's been a few uh electronic shops in Akiba that have shut down. Um oh. one of the Sukumo uh stores uh oh, no. shut down, which is um, a um like a pc part um store 
I was just going to mention that because Crunch spent a lot of time in the Sukumos. Uh, they have lots of cool computer stuff, like even accessories. Um, I got like some wrist uh, kind of like, oh, I, what would you call them? Wrist rest. Yeah. Wrist wrist rest. <laughs> yeah. Um, it they're they're pretty nice, like for keyboards and stuff. So then your your wrists don't get sore when typing furiously. <laughs> um, one thing I I am not gonna miss that closed down though in the last year, is uh all of the go kart um companies all closed down. Um. Oh geez. So these were companies that would uh rent out to groups of um tourists. Uh, go-karts and you could drive the go-karts around tokyo and stuff and i know for a fact that uh the japanese did not like these <laughs> going around and weaving in and out of traffic um i can understand from their perspective that it would be very annoying um mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just say i think we were good drivers but i remember that there was um there was another couple behind us i think uh the second time we went that um got further behind but we were able to keep up <laughs> mm -hmm. um we Wait. did we did do that a couple times but like every single time i saw a group of them drive by they were doing such illegal crap <laughs> and like yelling at people and like i'm i'm kind of glad that they're gonna be gone to be honest oh i can i can understand how frustrating it would be from like uh like a local perspective yeah Please. What, was these gold cards for mostly tourists or something? Yeah, like it, no natives one. It was mostly tourists. Um, so from my understanding, like they don't have a, like here we have like a corporate culture where we do like team building and and stuff, right? Where uh -huh, uh -huh. a company might hire out go karts to drive around, but in Japan that's not really so much of a thing. They do um, uh, like after work drinking parties and stuff as opposed to you know paintball with the company or oh, like go-karting right. or whatever it's like the, all the uh no no me hold die where yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the drinking parties yeah yeah oh god i'm so sad i didn't even drink in japan too all my all my friends were like so so nerdy like i didn't i didn't go to a yakitori i didn't even have yakitori no emu we okay my we, life we we need to we we will we will get drunky in Japan and we will have Good. some we will have some strong zeros because <gasps> those are the things that just knock people out. <laughs> it's a strong zero. Um, I'm like tempted to import it or something. My my friends like yeah, I have like a cases, but you have to import it. But man, get get some strong zeros are good. <laughs> Oh, they're so yummy too. Like they have different flavors and stuff. I think I, I tried like an apple flavor um, because I remember one of my friends was like, oh, I don't like it. You have it. And I'm like, okay, I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> what, but what, uh, what, oh gosh, the strong zeros are really yummy. Oh, yes. Is it? Yeah. Um, what, what kind of alcohol is strong zero? Is it beer? It's not beer? I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, I think it's vodka. I think we're, we're going to have to double check on that because. Vodka tasting um, good? I think because the thing is, I think the percentage is like, it's not that high, but it still like knocks you out. <laughs> oh, it's made with, um, it's made with, uh, sochu. It's made, uh, from, um, barley or grain. It's like a Japanese grain alcohol, basically. Ah, no, I love soju. I drink that like so much. It's like the only drink I can really take because I'm a pussy. So when you, when you mix it with, Fruity, fruity shit. It, it it tastes really good. 
Oh, that's the thing. Oh, oh, like with the, like soju. Oh man, yeah, uh, there's like the apple and strawberry, and I think there's yeah, there's grape and um, mm -hmm. num, num, like, uh, peach. like peach, strawberry. Mm. Um, there's there's so many flavors. There's so many flavors. It's it, it's so dangerous because it's it's just like juice, and then you can just like be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good but stuff. Yes. Oh, and you know what? We'll go out for some yakitori, yakiniku. Nom, nom, nom. We'll, we'll have all the food. Yes. I'm so excited. Yeah, man. I always complain a little. My friends really liked curry for like, so for like my 17 days in Japan, I think we only, we had like curry for like 12 fucking days. And then like <laughs> the day, the day before we had to go, like one of our friends is like, you, do you guys want to try anything different? And then the boys were like, yeah, let's try katsu. And then when we had like katsu, katsu, they were all like, wow, I wish we came to here earlier. I'm just like, oh, whatever. <sighs> whatever. <laughs> Next time. <Free! laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the food is so good in Japan. Like, you have to try everything. <gasps> I couldn't imagine eating curry like seven days in well, a row. Well, it was. I mean, curry, curry's good. good but, because, um, yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah, so, so. Just to let you guys, everyone know, um, in Japan, food is fucking cheap. Like, all the prices that I'm paying in USA and probably in Canada, it's, it's like, at least two to three times more. Oh, like, yeah. Kit Kats in Japan is, like, maybe $2 or $3 for, like, that whole pack. In, in America, I see it sell for, like, $7 or, or more. It, it's, it's super inflated. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the food in Japan is just, like, probably about half the price, so which is kind of crazy, because, like, for us, a Big Mac meal would be like eleven dollars. Over there, it's like six something. So oh, they definitely have like a value for food because it's like, um, oh if God. you have quality food, then people will be happy, right? And then, mm -hmm. like uh, ramen. So I think um, now nowadays ramen is getting like more more expensive. I feel like for for where I am, for like a pretty good ramen bowl, it's probably like. 12 to 17 like the city mm -hmm. uh further from me their their ramen was like 17 bucks and it the, the quantity was so little but in japan you can literally get super good ramen for like six to seven dollars it's it's like what the fuck <laughs> it's, it's the same <laughs> it's so here it's like 15 dollars for a good <gasps> bowl of ramen over there it's like seven eight hundred yen yeah and then you yeah the really cool thing about uh, japan everyone's like anti-social you literally go to like a those machines and you just order and you get a ticket you don't even have to talk to people oh, that, I, I love that too love it's that. just like it's like yes i get to be alone or i get to like just you know have space and everything oh i guess that's kind of like another thing too because for most of uh, like family restaurants and stuff too you get to uh, ring the bell like so then the service like the waiters waitresses like they don't have to come check on you and but if you ring the bell then it's like oh okay like you're done basically or or ready to order oh. Oh, that is nice. So I think we should move off the topic of uh, food in Japan because it's making me hungry. But oh, uh, <laughs> one day we'll experience it again. Mm -hmm, we will one day. Uh, I think we should move uh, on to talking about uh, something that just happened a couple days ago, um, as of recording, and that's I'm the pregnant? new. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, the new Hololive. Kid. Um, English uh, VTubers. That is true. Yeah, they had they had their debuts recently. Um, mm -hmm. I think um, 
I think they all did really they they did a good job and everything. Um, I think I'm gonna have a bias for Fauna Fauna Ceres. Um, I think Sana. Uh, I I wasn't too sure about like her design at first, but I think her design is growing on me because space is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm still not 100% sold on her outfit like her character design I don't know what it is about it but it just doesn't appeal to me um, granted I'm going to be um, you know crotchety old man here but I, basically I don't really care about following the Hololive English VTubers personally you like the you like the JPs more? I what? do. I do like the JP um, oh. characters more. I'm, I'm more of a fan of like the JP as well, but I guess that's just because like we talk about them more. Um, Sancho, Marine, Oshi. What? Oh god, <laughs> I love. Oh my god, you, you. Yeah. God, Unison is so beautiful. Like that freaking Marine song. God, right? It makes me wet. Oh my god. gosh, that animation video. I I looped it several times because there was so much work that was put into that. Um, yeah, and then I, I feel bad for anyone who's trying to cover it because you have to like do all those animations. It was like four people involved in that. I I think that said, even though I'm not going to follow them, I wouldn't mind watching some clips of um like Bells just because she seems like a little, little shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think like the the nickname is like Bay or something, right? Like they is it wants... Bay? I know it's pronounced like Bells, so. but like, yeah, I just I think she's gonna be the memeiest. Of the group, so I wouldn't mind watching some clips of that, but I don't think I'm gonna follow any of them closely. Whoa, he, my my art friend was saying how um he felt like the Hollow Live first generation designs were better. Yeah, like, what do you guys think? Well, that's the thing that I was thinking about too. I wanted to mention. I think the first gen English girls, like they work together as a unit. I think that there's good like mm, color between all of them, and uh, there's different uh -huh. height variations uh i think they look very good as a unit but with the second generation i don't think it looks very cohesive or maybe their designs are a little bit too complex like they look okay on their own but as a group it's kind of <laughs> uh, but isn't isn't that how the niji sanjis are the en like i felt like their design was was like super like complicated but then but then like the en hollow live too their their designs kind of kind of feel, feel like niji sanji a little oh <laughs> i guess that's the thing like um the difference between like generations and stuff because i guess like when it comes to like niji sanji uh mm, maybe for like some of their early ones too it's uh they do look very simplistic which is fine um i think things are getting very complex as things go oh. on but speaking yeah. of i wanted to talk about um has anybody noticed now that we have like so many generations of hololive that there's like a power creep kind of going on here because we started with like normal school girls and then kimono mimi oh. characters and then now we're up to like literal time and space gods oh my god that's true the the, the, <laughs> the ideas are more more creative now no no longer are you just a high school girl now you have to be the controller of time <laughs> yeah there has to be like some kind of deep lore i remember there was like a tweet by somebody that said like oh they're like space time gods and like that kind of thing but they're going to be struggling how to build a shack in minecraft <laughs> i think that i feel like the whole culture kind of probably influenced the envtubers too because i think when 
when like everyone started out it wasn't like that complicated but like like i mentioned how assets and like models are just more expensive and stuff people yeah. are putting like so much time into like presentation like like people put people spend money on lore videos like to me like before i was like what the fuck why why you spend the monies when you could just talk about yourself but but now everyone's like wow so cool you made a video you know oh gosh with um, music it just makes me think about there was like that one uh en um vtuber who did like a whole ova like song and i was like oh my god what i think it has a lot to do with um the culture as well just in general because i think like the english western vtubers have more of a desire to stand out and be different than everybody else and i don't think that um exists as much in japan so i think there's more of um i don't know i i feel like they can just be like okay yeah i'm a schoolgirl, or like i'm a shrine maiden oh. you know like they don't have to stand out as much against each other but i think we yeah. kind of want to do that more maybe fucking it... american <laughs> <laughs> i think i think maybe it does depend on like i guess maybe like a western view like <clears throat> we're a lot more individualistic that i maybe there's more of a competitive side in some aspects but uh i don't know maybe, maybe it does tie into it a little bit mm -hmm. um i think my opinion though is that when it comes to complicated models I don't think complicated is always the best, though. I think simple is still okay in some scenarios because you're going to be in the corner either commenting on something or doing gameplay. So you don't need all super, super intricate stuff, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But but that's just my opinion. Simple design also translates better for artists that are doing uh, fan art for you. Like, it's a pain in the ass if somebody has a super complicated, you know, outfit on because it takes a yeah. lot of time to draw and research. So do you like, do you feel like that, Emu? <laughs> well, no, because I just thought about how I try to get skebs of my new model, and I want porn, but I guess I have too much hair accessories, so they don't even want to draw it. I should just commission and be like, just draw me fucking naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no hair accessories, naked yeah, hair. Yeah, just make them bald. Just, just, just draw the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just bald. I'm just imagining, you know, those, um, those drawing aids where it's just like the, um. What's it called? You have one right in front of you, Tony. Drawing aid. Yeah, wait, you're wait. like a little figure. Oh, you mean like a oh, model? One of those, one of those like little uh, like wooden models, or one of those. Um, uh, I have like a Figma. It's like one of those like naked Figmas where you can mm -hmm. just like po pose it. Yeah. I'm I'm just picturing that for Emu. <laughs> <laughs> Emu has her her own proprietary like uh model that you can pose her. Oh, oh, that nice. that'd be hot. Pose me entering, honey. What is what is the word for one of those? I'm like spacing out really hard. Sculpt, sculpture model. I don't know. Well, I guess this I one is like a figurine, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess like I don't mannequin? know. Ma mannequin. Oh, mannequin. Mannequin. Uh, yeah, like maybe. like the wooden Figure? mannequins. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, mannequin. Man, I was spacing so hard on that. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I, I couldn't word. think of I couldn't think of the word either. Um, thinking thinking's hard. <laughs> thinking is hard. Um, back on to Hololive. Who's your favorite Hololive member, uh, Tane? Oh, um, well, I guess uh, <laughs> uh, thinking about like the JP girls. Um, I love Marine. Um, mm, Coco was really good. Mm, but uh, I I do like Corone. Um, 
I think Maureen, like, I keep coming back to her stuff. Like she, she, she horny, but I really like her karaoke streams. Like she, she sings really good, really well. Oh. <laughs> what about you, Emu? Um, I started off liking Aqua the most because I'm I'm pretty visual. Like I I judge really hard on art, so Aqua's uh, their artist, their papa is an Omaya Puyo man, which is a is someone I really enjoy. I think over time though, I I definitely like Central more because she's fucking horny. It's it's so good. <laughs> it the, comes back the, to the horny. It's you know like when you first see girls or like waifus and you first like judge them on their looks, right? But then mm. like you know if you keep on watching their content. You you but you end up finding like who you really like, and I think Marie definitely grew with me over time. And her model is just nice, and she's she's funny. She sings good. She's super good at Toho too. Very amazing. Oh, that's so true. I was watching she draws. Uh, her Toho streams. Yeah. Oh, and she draws. She's talented. Mm -hmm. Did you see the video of her fangirling when uh, she got to meet um? Oh, who's the creator of Toho again? Zune. Zune. That's it. Yeah. <gasps> really? Yeah. She was like fangirling super hard when she got to talk to him. Aww. <laughs> also, I think it's really cute that it, uh, she was talking about like what anime she grew up with because mm. she had a stream about that and she was talking about, okay, what was it again? It was Pokemon, but then she was talking about like BL and stuff. So then I think she was talking about, <laughs> was it Gundam BL? Yeah. Hey. When she was in high school, <laughs> she was into Gundam BL. <laughs> Oh, no, fun. no, no, no. Maureen has always been in high school. She is forever 17. Oh, yeah, sorry. She's oh. always been in high oh. school, right? Yo, Gundam BL, when they're not piling the, the big robot, they're touching. And they're piloting each other. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing the darling, the Franks thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and also, I feel like for, like, Sencho, she did that really funny one. She embraces, like, the boomer memes because she did, like, that whole stream where she was, like, Obasan. Like, she was talking oh, like a granny one. the whole time. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Um, it was the same with me. I started with Aqua as well, and then <gasps> oh, um, mm -hmm. I found Krone and Okayu and Marine, and I think those are the three that I watch the most now. I feel like yeah, because like when we were first watching them, we were watching Aqua and Xion, I believe too. Yeah. <gasps> well, I was I was watching like clips of her uh way back in. I guess it would have been the end or beginning of 2018, 2019. I think it was 2019 because we uh, remember it was Marine's Band-Aid video. Marine's Band-Aid story. No, not Marine. Oh, um, oh, oh sorry. I'm um, sorry. Matsuri. Ma, Matsuri, I, yeah. I was thinking of M. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, and I was talking about Fubuki. I'm being uh, a little oh! airheaded. I didn't mention that. But yeah. FDK. Good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I wasn't really watching her, um, like full screen streams. I was watching her, um, like clips and stuff because I, I didn't know mm -hmm. about Hololive because I think they were just on gen one at that time. Well, and that's the thing. I think when it comes to like early VTubing, like we were watching Kizuna Ai, uh, was it, it was 2018 or something oh, like that. When she first came out. Yeah. Yeah. We were watching Kizuna Ai. We were watching Kaguya Luna. Um, and I remember uh, there was a few other ones at the time because there was Sh Shiro. Um, the uh, dark web? The dark underweb girl? And the nurse, and like the other nurse girl that has oh. the blonde hair and the red eyes, right? Mm. I think yeah. those were yeah. like the beginning Sana, ones. Sana Natori. Yeah. yeah right. With the, the eggplant memes and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, and then I remember there was like, it was like 
Akari, it was like Mirai, Mirai Akari, like something like that. Uh, yeah, it was interesting because like like they were all doing YouTube like Let's Play videos at the time. I remember there was like a whole group of like those VTubers before Hololive picked up. I remember there was like like when people would talk about um VTubers that was outside of uh, Luna and Kizuna I. There was it was like the group that the other name that you mentioned and they were like doing stuff, but I don't know where they went. <laughs> I think a lot of them stopped doing um, videos and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where a lot of them went. Some of them just kind of petered off and don't post anymore. Um, I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering one day, like about Kaguya Luna, and I had a very kind person in Discord link me to like this is what Kaguya Luna is doing now, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> so <laughs> it's always interesting to see like what they're doing after. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a good uh, place to end it, everybody. What do you think? Oh. I think we covered a lot. so much fun. W was that a good first episode, everyone? <laughs> I hope so. I hope we didn't ramble on too long. <laughs> but that's the yeah. thing about podcasts. You get to go on tangents and we get to talk about whatever we want. It's true. So I think um, what we're going to do, everybody is this podcast is going to be uh every two weeks or so that's what our plan is going to be so the next episode is going to uh come out on uh let's see what would that be september 18th and then uh every two weeks from then on um thank you again everybody for watching uh the first episode of the very by podcast uh, i hope you had a good time um and bye bye see you next time don't forget to hit that subscribe button, like that video, ring that bell, yeah. and comment down below for whichever comment or whatever discussions you would like us to do in the future as well. Yeah, please. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay.